Welcome to the Fun Astrology Podcast for Tuesday, February 1st. We are out of January, boys and girls, and we are turning the page hard. Reason I say that is that we have a big, long void of course that started this morning. Well, it starts this morning at 6.01 a.m., That's Eastern Time, so I know there are a few of you that catch this before that, but that's when it begins. All right, so let's talk about the chronology here. Hi, by the way, Thomas Miller, thanks for joining us on the podcast. Appreciate you being here. At 12.46 this morning, we had the new moon in Aquarius. All of these times are Eastern Standard Time. That happened at 12, listen to this, 12 degrees, 20 minutes, Aquarius was the new moon. So you're thinking, ah, new moon, ah, I'll get up this morning and do a new moon manifesting ceremony, right? Create what I want to have unfold here. Let's spend some time with the journal, which you should do. But the moon at 6.01 this morning goes void, of course. And it goes void, of course, by conjoining Saturn at 15 degrees Aquarius. That's the middle of the sign. But there are no other aspects until the moon enters Pisces, which is tomorrow at 6 a.m. Eastern Time. So technically, it's a 23-hour and 58-minute void, of course, just two minutes shy of 24 hours. Now, the question is, as that moon moves into Pisces, will it trigger some calm and collective peace and negotiation with the truckers up in Canada? Or will it possibly bring up more deep stuff? Well, we get to watch the next couple of days to see how this unfolds, don't we? Now, we don't have any other exact aspects today in the chart, at least not in the, of the major aspects in the macro chart. But I am watching this applying aspect. So in other words, Mars is moving toward an exact trine with Uranus. It happens a week from today, on Tuesday the 8th, my mama's birthday. But we have this whole week to watch this thing apply, and we're watching it apply in the headlines. And also remember, we talked about when the nodes officially changed signs, and the south node went into Scorpio and the north node into Taurus. And remember back in the 1960s, there was that big summer of protest under this energy. And then Mars moves into Capricorn. Boy, it didn't take long, did it? Whichever side of this issue that you align, this is still a very big chart-related astrological significant event. Let me press on this just a little bit harder, because as we look at the chart today, Capricorn, Mars, Venus, Mercury in retrograde, Pluto. Let me say those again. Mars, the god of war. Venus, just stationed direct. Not very comfortable in Capricorn. Mercury, retrograde. Pluto, almost to its point of origination in the United States chart. And right next door, rebellious and innovative Aquarius. You have the Sun, the Moon, and Saturn. One of the things that I would watch from here is, is this a pop-up incident or does this catch legs and does it spread? That will be one thing to take a look at. The other thing, and I'm telling you, this is so interesting in the chart right now. So we just mentioned one, two, three, four in Capricorn, one, two, three in Aquarius. There are only 10. That doesn't leave that many more. We have two more in Pisces. Jupiter and Neptune. You see why I'm hammering this theme 
that point to higher consciousness, Jupiter in Pisces, Jupiter expanding consciousness, expanding awareness, expanding our spirituality, expanding our knowledge of deeper issues in our life is the answer to the whole dilemma. If all of those trucks and all of those people up in those government buildings would sit down, get out their journals, <laughs> do some higher consciousness work, then the whole thing could be resolved. Because in high consciousness, you don't need mandates. In high consciousness, Aquarius becomes revolutionary, inventive, and brings wonderful new technologies to the world. There's no need for protesting in a high consciousness world. There's no room for anger. And there's no big authoritarian entity watching over everything. I don't know how you might feel about Atlantis and Lemuria and those ancient civilizations. There are many stories out there. I've narrated a couple of audiobooks on the topics. But if you do follow those stories, and what is presumed might have happened is that the high energy that seeded those civilizations eventually corrupted over authoritarian control. What an interesting time to be on the planet. Thanks so much for listening for today. We'll be back tomorrow, hump day already, keeping our eye on the headlines and the chart as we go through. I think you've plenty got the stage to do your own interpretations from here. And in fact, I'd love to hear what you think. Hit me on SpeakPipe on the funastrology.com website. See you tomorrow. Have a great day.